Um, so it's good to be back uh, and be back home. Uh, you know, we, we, we did our swap week last week. So it's great to be back around you guys. I missed y'all. I really did. Thanks, bro. You're just saying that. Um, and so we've been together, uh, for some of us, for close to two years. For some of us, the better part of a year. So we, we kind of have a, a, a good familiarity with one another, right? Y'all, y'all kind of know some things about me. I kind of know some things about y'all. So we're going to put that to the test here tonight, okay? And I need you to determine, I'm not going to tell you right away, but I'm going to put two options on the screen. You guys point to which one you think I would rather choose, okay? Now, they're mostly all food-related, so just bear with me, okay? It, but it's going to prove a point later on. So the first one, would I rather have snow cones, would I rather have ice cream? There is, I see two correct answers. Kenneth, Delana, I'd rather go for the snow cones. I, I, I just, it, it's going to make sense later. Y'all gonna, <laughs> it doesn't work like that here, buddy. Um, so one of the reasons why I love snow cones is because options. I love being able to be able to like just kind of mix and match everything. Actually, when I was in college, do what? Bro, just, just hang on. Okay, okay, all right, just hang on, just hang on. Actually, when I was in college, they had a snow cone named after me. It was great. Um, now... It was called something different, but that's neither here nor there. We can talk about it later. Um, so at the end of this, we got to kind of talk about why, <laughs> anyways, why I chose these things. So next, would I rather have 88 Buffet here in Huntsville or would I rather have the Panda Express? The, the correct answer is the 88 Buffet. Y'all, I can tear up some 88 buffet. All right, I'll just tell y'all that right now. Next slide for me. Would I rather have Wendy's? Would I rather have Five Guys? Now, y'all know this is a trick question because y'all know I have a thing for redheads. But, yes, the correct answer is I would rather have Five Guys. Very good. Would I rather have Salsaritas? Would I rather have the Taco Bell? The correct answer is the Salsaritas. Very good. All right, this, this is a trick. This is kind of a tricky one. Would I rather have the Coke freestyle machine? Would I rather have the Coca Cola classic? The correct answer is the Coke freestyle machine, yes. I, I want to I talk a little bit about, uh, so what are, real quick, I want to talk a little bit about the Coke Freestyle Machine. So I understand that there's actually like an app that you can download that it saves your preferences. And some of these fancy freestyle machines, that it saves your preferences. You go up and like scan it, and it's like, here's the hunter, all right? Um, grape Sprite. I don't know why it's a good one. Just, just deal with it. Great Sprite. So real quick, what did all of these things have in common? They're all tasty, yes. Do what? They're what? They're, I, I didn't hear. They're drinks, okay. The freestyle machine, yes. I can devour them, that is correct. The correct answer is, is that I personally get to choose all of them, if that makes any sense. I, 88 Buffet, I am, I, I am the captain of the ship that I get to determine what goes on my plate. It's not like going to Wendy's and, and I order the Dave's Double and, and I know the set, kind of what's going. When I go to Five Guys, I can build the Hunter Burger. 
I can't, I, I'm a true millennial. I want to be able to, you know, make my own decisions for myself. I want to be able to do these things, right? And, and so we're, we're going to be talking a lot about choices, but we're talking a lot about changes as well tonight. We're talking a lot about changes, and specifically the fact that God does not change. You see, here, here's something about me. Okay, I, I, I like new things. I like to try new things. I like to be adventurous. And my wife and I, every so often, we will go to one of the fine dining establishments in Huntsville, Alabama, one of the many Mexican restaurants to be had. And, the, and, and, and I'm, I'm kind of a simple guy at heart as well, okay? I, I want, you know, the, the basic meal, you know, the rice. I want some chicken on it. Give me that queso on top, and I'm, I'm set. It's, it's, it's the basic meal, right? Now, there's sometimes that I feel really adventurous, and I tell my wife the whole time, like, because I, I, I get really excited when I get to go, like, eat Mexican food, and I'm like, I'm going to try a burrito tonight. I just, hey, what's up? I just really feel like I'm, 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 I'm in a burrito mood right now. This is going to be great. And, and, and I, I spend the whole day talking. I'm going to get a burrito. I'm going to get a burrito. I'm gonna get, and the guy, the, the, the lady, the man comes. He's like, what would you like? I'm like, uh, rice, chicken, and cheese. Like, and, and all of a sudden, like, I flip-flop and I change my mind. And so I want, to, I want you guys to understand, every single person here, because you have the ability to change. You have the ability to change your mind. As you grow up, as you get older, you are going to change. I've talked to you guys before about my frosted tips in seventh grade, right? Praise God, I have changed out of that moment, right? No, those are for me, all right? But we change over time. And you guys, like, you guys might have heard, like, in, in relationships, like, it, people change over time. Maybe sometimes they'll change for the better. Maybe sometimes they change for the worse. But we as people, guys, we have the ability to change, but we serve a God who is unchanging. And that's something really, really exciting. That's something really exciting to get about. So we're talking about these attributes of God. So tonight we're talking about how God is immutable. It means he doesn't change. It, it, immutable, it almost sounds like mute, like he's, he's, he's not silent. But immutable, like the root word there is mutate. He's able to change. Do we have like X-Men, Spider-Man, Marvel fans? Teenage Ninja Turtles, yeah. So we have these things. But, but, but out of all of this, what, what is all this happening? It, it's like Spider-Man at one time was Peter Parker. He got bit by a spider he mutated to become a, a, a man who has the powers of a spider, a spider-man, if you will. You got me? And so all this, like God, listen to me, God does not change. And what we're going to see tonight is we're going to see how awesome that is. Guys, there's a verse in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. It says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. He's the same today. He's the same forever. That we have this picture here that the God we serve is steady, he is constant. Everybody do this for me. Like draw a straight line. Hey, don't, don't chop, but straight line right there. Steady, constant, y'all can put your hands down. Steady, constant, unchanging through it all. And guys, you look at God like through his life, through his existence, listen to me, he's never changed. His love has never changed. His justice and his hatred of sin has never changed. His mission to save us has never changed. And so we serve a God who is unchanging. And guys, for us, that is good. 
So why is that important? Let's talk about why it's important that God doesn't change. Raise your hand if you believe that God is perfect. If you believe God is perfect, you're correct. God is perfect in all things. And so if we can say that he is able to change, then, then a few things might happen. Hey, guys, next slide. So look, why is this important? If God could change, this is where we get a little bit technical, if God could change, then he has the ability to improve. If God could change, he has the ability to get worse. He has the ability to digress. So, so let's, let's break that down a little bit further. So if, if God is perfect, then he's 100%. Let's think about that. If God is perfect, he's 100%. So next slide for me. So if God had the ability, wait, go back. <laughs> All right, if God had the ability to improve, then that means that he is not perfect. So let's put that into perspective here real quick. Like on all of your all's tests, what's the perfect score that you're shooting for? A hundred, let's say a hundred points, okay? Okay, if you get a 99 on your test, chances are, I, if you're like me, if you get a 99 on your test, you're bringing it home, you're putting it on the fridge, and you're going to leave it there because that's probably a once-in-a-lifetime moment. But listen to me. If, if God had the ability to change, that means he could improve, that means that he's not perfect. That means that he's kind of right there at that 99. Does that make sense? But we believe that God is perfect. If he's perfect, he doesn't need to change. Y'all follow me? So far, so good? All right. On the flip side, if God could change, that means he also has the ability to get worse. Okay? It means that he has the ability to do bad. It means that he has the ability to go back. And if God is perfect, that means he's not going to do those things. And guys, sometimes a lot of us, we, we've had this happen to us in our lives, that, that we've had these people in our lives that we trust, that we love, that we value, that, that, that sometimes do hurt us. And man, that hurts, and, and, and it's devastating, and it, it's really painful. But listen to me, God does not change. He is perfect. He will not change to go back, to digress, to do evil. And guys, when you think about an all-powerful, all-knowing, almighty, all-present God, the fact that he is incapable of evil is something very, very, very good for us to believe, for us to hold fast to, okay? So we've talked about some really uh, kind of heady things, but ultimately, okay, God being perfect, God unchanging, what does that have to do with me? Like, what's, what's, that, that's the question we all want to know, right? What, what, what's important about that? What does that have to do with me? What, what, why does that matter? Okay, so number one, God unchanging, that's important because it means that we can fully trust him. It means that we can fully trust him. So guys, there, there is everybody from all stages, from all areas of your life that is screaming and is wanting your trust. There, there are companies that are spending billions of dollars advertising to tell you guys that my product is superior, that you guys need to buy this thing. There are people that are telling you that, hey, what I am thinking, this new way of life, this new thing that we've invented, that, that it's true and that you can trust us, that you can move forward. But guys, listen to me. All of those things, and we've talked about this, all of those things that we can put our trust in will let us down, except for one thing, and that is God. That when we put our life, when we put our faith, when we put our trust in God, that we can rely on him. And we know that we can rely on him because he's the same. You guys think about, it. has anybody had a, an off day? Y'all, God doesn't have off days. 
Has anybody just had somebody, you're, you're just, your patience is thin, and you know that they didn't mean it, but they kind of smarted off to you or tried to say a sarcastic comment, and you just lashed out at them in anger? Y'all, God doesn't do that. He's the same. You think about, it, especially nowadays, here we are in 2022, that this, there's, there's this new like, age of like, trying to rearrange God's truth. And they're, they're trying to use these things that God has said to justify their actions. And they're trying to say, like, hey, that's not what ha- that, that was okay back then, but it's not okay now that there's all these things. But, but we can fully rely on God's word. The Bible says that the grass withers, the flowers fall, but God's word stands forever. That we don't have to change, that God doesn't have to change, his message of salvation doesn't have to change to fit 2022. That it is right, that it is perfect here and now. All right, next. It means we can fully trust him. Number two, it means that his love for us is unchanging. Now, guys, we've talked about for us, man, we, we are capable of change. We are capable of change, but we are so blessed at the fact that God loves us out of his character and not our own. That God's love for you does not change. That God's love for you does not fade. That God's love for you does not get twisted or turned around. But as you read his word, as you experience his grace, as you follow him, as you're in a relationship with him, and you experience his love, man, that, that that is true. That that is constant. That he loves you dearly. And it is out of that abiding love that he has for us, number three, that we can have assurance of salvation if you're a believer. You guys, in 1 John chapter 5, <clears throat> sorry, 1 John chapter 5, verses 12 through 13, it says, Whoever has the Son, Jesus has life. And whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you that you may believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. Because if you are here tonight and you have made a decision to follow the Lord, if you are in a relationship with him, if you claim him to be your heavenly father, guys, guess what? You don't have to sweat it out for the rest of your lives and think that there's going to come this time that God's going to look at you and say that you weren't worth it. There's not going to come this time that God's going to look at you and say, I changed my mind. That you can trust, that you can believe, that you can stand firm on the fact that there is a God who loves you, that there is a God who sent his son to die for you, and that if you accept him, that you can spend eternity with him. As I said, we're all capable of change. We're all capable of reinventing ourselves. We're all capable of doing all these different things. We can change, but we serve a God who doesn't. We serve a perfect God who doesn't change. We serve a God who loves you, who doesn't change. We serve a God who offers you salvation, who doesn't change. Because that is something really, really awesome to hold on to. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for uh, the time to worship. And God, we thank you that you are steady, that you are constant. God, that you're not bound to the forces of this earth. God, that you're not bound to time, that you're not bound to anything, but God, that you, you are true and that you are steady, and God, that we can rely on you. God, your son tells uh, a parable during his earthly ministry about two men that built their, built their lives, built their houses, one on sand, one on rock. And God, the one who built his life on sand, that it fell away, it faded away, 
but the one who built his life on the rock stayed firm and stood forever. And God, I pray for my friends. I pray for my brothers and sisters. I pray for those here in this room, God, that we would be those that build our houses, that build our lives, that build our futures on the solid rock that is unchanging, that is firm through the ages. God, I pray for those that have never entered into a relationship with you, that don't know what this constant, steady love is that you offer, Lord, that tonight would be the time through a conversation with a small group leader, through uh, just a conversation with a friend playing gaga ball later, God, that tonight would be the night that we would build our lives on you. And we pray these things in your name. Amen.